0: Welcome to the Random Tea Sleepy Hollow Podcast. Uh, today we're talking about uh, Season 1, Episode 6, The Sin Eater. Yay. I'm Queenie. I'm Jonya And this one was directed by Ken Olin, who uh, who was the director from Blood Moon. Oh, good. And he's one of the executive producers. Okay. So, um, it was written by uh, Alex Kurtzman, Mark Goffman, and Aaron Rashawn Thomas, um, and Alex Kurtzman and Mark Goffman are two of the uh, creators. Okay,
1: good. So season one, they've kept they've kept it very much in the family for the most part. Well, this was one of my more favorite episodes. Okay, it felt more like the story was progressing. Yeah, I, we got a lot. We got a lot of stuff, a lot of information. Too. I like
0: this episode, but I don't like it as much as I think I should, and I don't know why. Uh oh, because I really did like it. I mean, I, I liked it, but it, it for me, it wasn't. Up there with like the lesser key of Solomon, and I, I cannot put my finger on why. But I, I, I I don't know. You got nothing. to I you? got nothing to help Damn, you with there. I'm sorry. No.
1: No. All right. Well, I you know. really did like it. So I did
0: like it. I mean, like, yeah, I didn't think it was bad or anything, but I don't think I liked it as much as I thought I should like it, and I don't know what that means, but my brain tells me that.
1: I feel you. Okay. I feel you. Right on.
0: All right. So to get right into the recap, um, we have baseball.
1: Okay, but do you know why they were showing the baseball scene? Because it's the American pastime. If you recall, there was a delay in airing some episodes due to the
0: World Series. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, because I remember like bitching about baseball and why nobody should fucking care. if right. It's on national TV. It's on like nine nine ESPN stations. Yes, and, it is. Yeah.
1: And then they opened this episode with the baseball. I was just that's glorious. Yeah, I and regularly they're yelling, bitch about that, and I thought that was great.
0: Uh, it was so great, and she's, Abby's trash-talking. So much, she's good at it, too. She is, too, and this, look, this I thought this was, like, a high school game.
1: Was it a high school game? I thought maybe a local, le- like, a Sleepy Hollow League or something. I don't it know. It seemed
0: too,
1: I wasn't paying any attention to the game. They seemed too old to be considered Little League. Like, I did pay attention because okay. I was. Well, I have, um, like, one of the guys I work with, he goes and plays in a grown-up league. Oh, uh, maybe it was something like I, that. Who uh, the hell knows? I don't know. Um, but,
0: you know, they talk about tradition and teamwork and, and, you know, it's really, I,
1: I was really happy a, that they gave Abby motivation for why she liked this so much. And, and it's and, a parallel. Yeah. In yeah. a sense. Yeah, it really was. But I have to say, um, you know, she explains, she does explain it really well that it's, it's a game for everybody. Um, despite who you are, the rules never change unless you play Little League. Cause <laughs> I do not, my nephew plays Little League and I still don't understand those rules. But, um... But then when Icky gets up Mm -hmm. and starts yelling, I'm like, Ichabod and baseball baseball are now my OTP. Oh, my gosh. Because it's hilarious. Basket face.
0: And I love it when she's like, that's great, but can you wait until he makes a call next time?
1: Oh, yeah. But he tried. He He did. really hard. He was excellent. I was proud of him. He just, you know, didn't quite put it in there the right (laughs) time. So. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: So, uh, he says he feels almost at home. And um she then offers to take him home and he wants to walk, which I have uh, I have a bone to pick with that. This cabin is somewhere at some lake in the middle of the woods and he's gonna walk He's gonna walk walk
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's learned how to take a taxi. I don't know. He doesn't have a phone. So I don't know. No, he doesn't have a phone, does Mm -hmm. he? That's a letter. Yeah. episodes okay um uh, yeah. no he does i don't know maybe he there's a street corner that he goes to for <laughs> maybe a taxi it's, stand it's like the edge I, of the woods. I don't, I don't know. know but he she does say to him um because i've got it quoted here you are home crane mm-hmm. and she's right because he is in sleepy hollow that's true which is home true. for him so it's sh- sh- by location and that she feels like this is his home now yeah um but yeah that the of course he does we do find that he does have an ulterior motive for wanting to walk yes
0: but but you know if i was abby i'd kind of call bullshit and be like you want to walk like however many miles it is to the cabin are you an idiot he's
1: crane what are you gonna do so Um, i just had a little bit of bone to pick with that yeah i didn't really even think about that and now till now that you've just brought it up apparently Um, i think about distances and now and then there was this little bit that blew up the internet okay for a while when he bows Yes. That real deep respectful bow. I guess I don't know how coming from someone like Ichabod, hmm that was just a a huge show of respect to her. Yes. Because but it was so flourishy. He was so
0: It was but and that's the thing though, people are like, Oh, well, you know, he's from a different time. He's been in modern times enough to notice people don't do that. So it's not that's like unusual. something that's expected of him. Mm-hmm. He only does it, like you said, to show the to show respect.
1: Well, he almost his head almost touches the ground. He bows so low. No, it's precious. It's, it's so precious. And also, from back in his time, someone like her would very possibly could have been a slave. Yeah. And so he's bowing down. You know that just speaks and, volumes. And even if
0: even if uh, a black woman wasn't a slave, she was seen as less than her Less white than a peers. person right so yeah that I, I i've always been really happy with with the way they they handle that but um, it was
1: just all over the web yeah oh he bowed to a black one. Oh, i just thought it we was, cried about it we did but he <laughs> he does it. i wonder how many times tom had to practice tom tim tom tom got to it right the first time um how many times he had to practice that and not fall down because <laughs> i would be on the floor <laughs> maybe he does yoga maybe he's got super balance that's true so, um, so
0: he does take this this random walk, and like you said, he has an ulterior motive. He goes to
1: the to the graveyard, to the damn headstone. To the damn, head, they just Look, keep showing it right, to you. In my notes, it says that damn headstone exclamation points after it. They just want to. They won't let me forget. They won't let you no. forget.
0: <laughs> and um, someone shoots him with a dart while he's like being all melancholy at a grave, and Who he does just that? goes out.
1: I know he went down like a. Mm-hmm. Like, like a I don't know, sack full of colonial guys. <laughs> is that the technical term for it? That is mm-hmm. okay. Yeah.
0: So um, so we see you know a bunch of people in suits uh come to cart him off as he's like drifting in the middle of the day into con- consciousness. In the middle it of the day, was night wasn't it? No, it was. They were just at the baseball uh, game. There's so much cemetery night. I kind of get confused. Yeah.
1: Well, but then oh, yeah, very if right. there was it was broad daylight. But then of course the very next scene is Abby. Yeah. In her car. At night. at night yeah the sun sets in like two seconds
0: well it, it's sleepy hollow so that's true um so he drifts into the dream as we see abby driving and he's in this weird or she she's in, she's the one doing the dreaming yeah she's because, the one doing the dreaming because driving and and visions yeah i think that's why i was confused why i assumed it was ichabod's at first yeah instead of hers because i was like oh abby's driving yeah, but so she's in this really weird house, and she hears this baby crying, and she goes to
1: investigate, and she finds this creepy doll, and everything is—you can tell just by the setting that it is—it's Ichabod's time. Yeah, wherever it is. Yeah, she, and you can see there's the the old metal bed with the baby bed with, with what's probably iron lead based probably. iron lead lead based paint. Mm-hmm. Good times. Um, what did you expect to see in the carriage when she
0: I thought it was going to be an actual baby.
1: Yeah, I did. And too. it was that
0: creepy ass doll. I don't know
1: what, th- and it's so out of place in that setting that is the in my worst mind? Doll. It ever. was terrible. I don't know. Who gives that to a child? Stupid people. That's scary. Or me. Or demons or me. Well, I'm only I'm if they they'd, they'd like age. it. It's true.
0: But um so she sees this this bird and of course, she follows the bird because apparently you need to follow birds when you see them. Of envisioned. course, you
1: should. And she still has those shoes on. She oh, she see. I don't. She pay still has the shoes, shoes of, at all. I am hooked on these shoes. <laughs> I really, I really like the shoes. I would love to have a pair. But come you on, you don't think you don't very run? Abby-like. I don't think you should run around town. Yeah, to wear combat boots, but. You know That's more Jenny style I think Her shoes That headstone I'm never gonna be over them um, <laughs> But they're being consistent With her character That's true Her costuming That's true Is still very consistent So A plus um,
0: So this this bird that she follows Leads her to this group Of witches chanting in Latin
1: Now didn't she see, Did Headless not make a, An appearance uh, Right before she saw uh, The witches We got a flash of him I think Cause I've got a note in here um, Headless great hands <laughs> I love this man's hand, so I had to go look up who he was. Right. His name is Richard, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but I I made the web play me how to pronounce it. Citroni. Okay. Citroni. Okay. It's, it's Italian. Okay. And I'm butchering it. I apologize. Um, so I had to go see what else he was in. Right. And he uh, he's a stunt double. Okay. He has that been. That explains in, a lot. Yeah. He that's his profession. He's not an actor. He's a stunt double. Yeah. He was in Fight Club. Okay. He was in the movie Constantine. Okay. He was in both 300 movies. Oh, my gosh. He was in Serenity. Oh, my God. He's, like, in all our favorite movies. He was in Iron Man 1 and 2. Woop woop. As Iron Man. He was in Thor. He was in Star Trek Into Darkness. <gasps> three episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Holy crap. And most recent, his most recent two projects is as a stunt double for Ben Affleck in a couple of movies. Right on. And, um... He's you go headless. Yeah, he's he's some you've you've probably seen him and not realized it and was just him. not known that you've seen him. Yeah, but I'm going to show you a picture of him. Yeah, he looks like a guy, but for a double for Ben Affleck. Yeah, you can I can totally see yeah. that. So anyway, that's, he already
0: seems more interesting. But
1: he has these. But he's. um it's really the only physical part of his body that you can see because everything else is covered by the uniform. Right. So you see his hands, and they're very expressive hands. Mm-hmm. And you like them. I like them. So that's <laughs> who he is. Okay. Well, that's good to know. <sighs> all right. And
0: then <sighs> Katrina shows up. and Because we all i love that woman now very um
1: bored i know and I, I i've got i'm apparently i've made notes about everything except katrina okay um i you wish walked her out. i did i totally blocked her out um i wish i knew what the witches were saying in that ritual right because that would just be cool it wasn't subtitled but um, no it wasn't and i'm not that cool and there was a book that abby passes and i took tried to actually i took a picture of my tv <laughs> because i was trying to uh, get a good look at the picture in the book right. to see if I could do some research on what is this book that they have here because that page is very prominent in the scene. Yeah, and it flashes by pretty quick though. Um, I could not really track it down. The only images I could come up with uh, by typing a description was uh, kept coming with Thor, kept coming back to Thor's hammer over and over and over. And I hmm. tried a, a double headed hammer because it's. It's got a head down here, and it also has one up here. You can't really see it real well in the picture I took, but... And I'm going to put the picture in the show notes, because if there's anybody out there that knows what this thing is...
0: You want to know I want to know
1: about it. Yeah. Because I I feel like it means something. Yeah. But I can't find anything on it anywhere.
0: Yeah, and as we found, they're, they're not always great at explicitly explaining...
1: No. ...all the crap in the show. There's only one thing that I can think that it might be a reference to, but we'll get to that later in okay. the episode. okay. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Okay. I think that's all my notes from that particular part.
0: Okay. Um, and Katrina says that she can reach the witnesses this way in this sublimely unhelpful dream area. Um, I just kind of wish when she does get to either Ichabod or Abby in this way that she would start off with like, all right, here's the shit you need to know. And I right? Instead of just this like, it all seems very flouncy. and She's so like she could Obs- be really
1: cool that's that yeah, i don't know not. she's really not <laughs> i think it's that that revolutionary era way of talking is part of it but i she's don't mind so, when ichabod does it that's true but she's so uh, it's not quite riddles yeah it's just monumentally just, unhelpful just just tell, tell me what what are you trying to say here Warner? yeah just tell me
0: i want her to roll up in and be like all right listen here's what you need to know
1: and the fact that she's been keeping an eye on icky and probably abby too
0: yeah like it's
1: you, a little creepy yeah you gotta
0: wonder how much she sees and at what point she sees into them like how, how much transparency she has their lives. i mean
1: does she it's not weird. have any apparent well she wouldn't have anything no, else to do in anything. purgatory no. but, but watch her a little tv people. and you creep on people That's true
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um she does she does tell uh, abby that that Headless will return that night. Yes, um, and only the witnesses can stop him. Which you know—that's
1: kind of the plot of the whole show, though. So. Yeah, I was
0: going to say that too. Um, Thanks for explaining that. She is at least helpful in the fact that she tells Abby that Ichabod has been abducted and the- why she couldn't say who abducted him. With her, she couldn't see them with her magic yeah. magic powers. See, that's see that's the whole thing. I don't I don't understand. It's so convenient. It's convenient, and I don't understand the parameters of of her power. I don't understand what
1: her limitations are yeah and there's no specific um Type of witchcraft that she seems to be following. There's no basis in any. There's just a lot of it's Latin. It's just uh, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, but as but as she's get, annoying. That's what it is.
0: But as we get into the series, we've already seen so many non-Latin based. Like it's not all Latin based. It's not all Hebrew based. It's not all right. I mean, we've had Greek. We've had Latin. We've had German. We've
1: had. I mean, so which it doesn't seem super. Doesn't unified. seem to follow any particular path which in the grand scheme of things is not bad but it makes it hard to follow the plot yeah and to kind of wrap your brain around okay this is what this is right
0: so um but
1: uh, she does explain the blood tie connection between that was the only purpose of this entire conversation that was she talks about she
0: talks about the blood tie between ichabod and death and um she thinks she found a way to end it
1: and um it's something called the sin eater the sin eater Okay, so of course I did some research on that. Of course you did. Because that's what I did. I expect nothing less. (laughs) Um, It's a thing. It's a real thing. It's an actual thing. um, And what it is, and it goes back to, uh, from what I've read, it dates back almost to the 16th century um, as far as records, I say records loosely, uh, mentions of it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was actually part, a majority of the plot of the movie The Order, that oh. had Heath Ledger in it back in 2003 it's oh, one really? of my more favorite movies yeah okay. they do mention the sin. now after I read I was like, oh yeah that was about some senior dude
0: were those the the boys in New England that there were four families or whatever oh no 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 that was where he was a priest
1: yes he was okay. a priest I'm mixing movies up it's okay no he was a priest I, I was and, like I didn't think um, Heath Ledger was in that one the sa- I think it was the same woman from Knight's Tale who played Jocelyn in oh, yeah. the Knight's Tale she was in this movie Shannon too mom, yeah, yeah she was in that movie too yeah, yeah so they have some really good chemistry but what a sin eater sin eater is um when someone uh dies unexpectedly um or uh hasn't been to confession right before this, it's this is a part of, of christian lore really this is a based in christian lore not any kind of pagan
0: okay That's religion
1: um and what would what they would do is if a person were to die unexpectedly a person died without confessing their sins the family would in basically hire a sin eater and what they would do is they would place uh, bread or some other type of food on the person who died, mm-hmm. and then the sin eater would eat it, Ugh. literally. That's so gross. And yeah, it is kind of gross. Uh, or they would pass it over. Some some the read where they actually placed it on the body, and some of them were just they just pass it over the body, mm-hmm. especially in circumstances where uh, someone died unexpectedly because they would not have a chance to confess their sins before right. their final rites. Right and this sin eater would literally eat the food and consume that the idea is they were consuming that person's sin so that this person could go on to heaven or would um it goes back to the tradition of people eating having meals after a funeral oh wow yeah there's there's a connection to that modern day ritual everybody
0: likes macaroni
1: and cheese well that's some yeah there's that too in baklava and (laughs) yeah give me some banana pudding it'll be all right there you go oh casseroles i'm but so sorry for you laws have yeah a casserole. but these uh but these people were usually um they were not but at, but once the person performed this ritual they were shunned by society because they then carried the sins of that person that's really
0: hypocritical i
1: know and they were usually paid like shilling like nothing thanks for absolving me ma but get the hell out yeah they would bring them into the house there was this big huge deal and they would perform this ritual and then they're, they're gone kick them out and that's then they were so, shunned as, yeah uh, it's so So these awful. aren't like
0: clergy members or anything no, like that no
1: they're just some person who would do they come have along to
0: ha- like do you have to
1: have a skill or do you just have to be willing to do willing it? to do it okay that's kind of weird um and i've horrible. got i've got um weird but true history of the sin eaters is a link that i found so we'll uh, put that in we'll the show put that notes. in the show notes uh, this particular one uh, specifically talks about the 18th and 19th century in Scotland but this was known this was something that was done all over the the world
0: wow it's not
1: limited to just one time okay um, so that's a thing yeah so it's literally it's a gross thing it's yeah it was but yeah I'd ugh. never well uh, it says a half shilling or more um in addition to the scant meal Yeah, and let's see uh to put it in perspective, a half shilling at that time the 18th 19th century is just a couple of dollars today.
0: That's really that's shitty. That's
1: it. Y'all people were shitty if you did that. But it was the social stigma that comes from it that really was the worst part of it. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, we'll link that in the show notes and it's Okay. Yeah, I Well, once I read that it was uh they were like, "Oh, you know, when you go to a funeral and afterwards everybody goes and has a meal." I was like, "Oh. That's kind of weird." I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that anymore. I know, you'd be like, I'm good, thanks. No, I don't, don't want need to eat nothing. nobody's sin. No. And by the way, apparently it's Katrina's fault that Abby had a vision while driving.
0: Yeah, good job, Katrina. Good job. Good job, good Katrina. Going. So, she tells her about the Sin Eater and that Ichabod must be sanctified. Sanctified. And they use that word a lot this episode. And um, But they have to find the Sin Eater before sundown because... Um, that's when that's when Headless, Headless comes back. Even though it's already nighttime.
1: Yeah, sure, sure, of course. So, that or it's just really dark in Abby's car.
0: No, it's nighttime when it's she's nighttime. driving, okay. so... Uh, yeah, I don't understand this, Yeah, but, you know, yeah whatever. whatever, Katrina. You could, But they do
1: that a lot in this show. It's daytime, do. it's not... It's never... Twi- I guess Twilight's really bad for filming, though. Probably, you can't capture it. Because it's always daytime or it's nighttime. Yeah. There's no in-between. So, um...
0: So Abby wakes up and doesn't crash into something, thank goodness. Which
1: was kind of a parallel for you when Katrina. I uh, know for when uh, Ichabod appeared. Yeah, and nearly got hit in yeah. the, the first episode. Yeah, it's probably the same damn road. Probably it's a horrible stretch probably of road. Poor guys. Poor same guy that didn't <laughs> that had to swerve to miss Ichabod. <laughs> um.
0: So, 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 Abby pleads her case to Frank, and, uh, you know, she lays it on him that the only way to find, to stop the horseman permanently is to find the Sin Eater. And
1: he is so sassy with her? Yes. He just, okay, hold on. Just just hold up a minute. Let me ask you a couple questions. Yes, yeah. <laughs> You want me to do what? Uh, would you have believed Abby? If she came? You know what I'm going to say. I'd be all over that.
0: Well, I know you would,
1: just because you'd think it was cool. Oh, yeah. But...
0: I don't... Having seen what Frank's seen, I would think so. He's seen some crazy shit.
1: He has. I
0: mean, the the episode before but he saw... But not as much as... I
1: mean, of course, not as much as they have. Yeah, he but. saw this
0: mysterious, like, boy have this crazy disease and it get restored, like, really quickly yeah. because Abby takes him to some spring. I mean, yeah. he hasn't... The
1: eyeballs exploding from the Yeah, the, the eyeballs man.
0: exploding. I mean, like, he's seen some shit. He has seen
1: a little something-something little there, so... so uh,
0: I just, but he does he does say that he he wants to be skeptical so he's trying to he not wants believe. to
1: hold on to being skeptical yeah which
0: i, I can hey, understand yeah that, there's comfort in that there really is um but you know A- abby doesn't want to let something bad happen only to make him believe right she wants to actually stop the horseman right and she says that she needs jenny
1: yeah because he's like what do you need Yeah, he's all. He's like, okay, tell me what you need, which is which. I
0: thought was very astute of her to realize that Jenny would be the best person to help her. Oh, I know. You know.
1: Yeah, because she knew. She knows. She knows. Abby knows that Jenny knows. Right. About this. This sort of stuff. Right. And. And that. um, And that Jenny's been knee deep in this for
0: years.
1: She has. And I've got my notes here. It says, uh, "I'm glad that Abby's not one of those got to do it on my own heroes." Um, Yeah. She's independent, but she uses resources at hand yeah and this and in this instance she knows it's yeah. jenny
0: and to me she, it's like she didn't run to frank for like tell me what to do
1: no she ran uh-uh. to,
0: for to frank like because i mean he's, for help. he's in charge and yeah. she was like okay we need you know it's what we need to do so i i really like abby
1: yeah yeah and, more oh, yeah. and more while she's she's independent but she's still yeah. willing to get help when she needs it so. right
0: so, uh, she goes to Terrytown, and she's gotten Jenny out on this 24-hour furlough, and Jenny is not happy. No. At first.
1: No. Until she hears the term "sin Eater, and then she's pretty much on board. Well, this is like the, fir- this is the first time we've really seen Jenny since um, Abby said she'd get her out. Yes. So, there's, there's been some time span here. Yeah. Um, but, of course, I, th- I think Jenny's still not... Quite wanting to take the hand that Abby's offering her. Yeah. At this point, but throughout the conversation, um, she, she when she mentions the scene Eater, Jenny's like, oh, Yeah, this shit's real. Yeah, I'll be. I'll, yeah, let's go.
0: Let's go. Um. So we finally go back to Ichabod, and he wakes up, and he talks to his captor, who is this British guy in a suit. <laughs> and I like this actor. He's he's been in a
1: lot of stuff. I didn't actually look him up. I
0: think his name is James Frayne, I think. Um, off the top of my head but I, I like this guy he shows up in usually minor roles but um I, I like him and they have a book about Ichabod which has got to be a little creepy
1: now um sorry uh he does his little Sherlocky thing he does he and does. deduces who the man is
0: yep that he is a Freemason and that he's a descendant of Edward Rutledge who was the uh one of the signers of the Declaration
1: of Independence? He was not just one of the signers. He was, he was the, the youngest. youngest signer. He was twenty six. Oh wow. I of course had to go look him up. He really he was. Wow. He he some historical truth. Yeah. Yay. One of the few.
0: <laughs> but we got one. So And I put in my notes too that Ichabod Sherlock's him.
1: Wait, is that what uh, totally Icky did. shows
0: some Sherlock like qualities here? Yep. And um he looks at his you know, his But he does that a lot and he does. He's very observant. Um which, you know, they, Arthur Conan Doyle didn't invent observant people, he just really popularized it and he kind did of crystallized it into one super awesome person. But um so Ichabod recounts that he's a Freemason as well, so these are his dun, you know, dun,
1: dun. brothers or whatever.
0: And I mean, they, if there is some secret shady society or semi shady, or people people have Always conspiracy goes theories back to about the of freaking them, masons. Yeah, th- I mean, we had we had a Templar reference, I think, so, last episode or episode before. Yeah, we've had the, yeah. these uh, Hessians.
1: Now we've got Freemasons. Yeah, uh, I started to dig into Freemasonry, and but there's just it's all over the place. For a secret society, it's all over the place. Yeah. I did find uh, one site that speaks to the theory that the free, the, you know, the Templar Knights, you know, back during the was it right before the French Revolution or something? Uh, Templars
0: were. I, no,
1: I learned I learned this part from uh, oh. Assassin's Creed Unity. Oh, yeah. You know, there was that dude that betrayed them, and then they all had to go into hiding. Yeah. Um, well, the theory is that the Freemasons are the Templars reborn. Okay. or renewed or resurfaced yeah that they, they came back yeah. as freemasons
0: and there's also theories that the illuminati are deep within Freemasonry oh sure and you know oh yeah i'm waiting for the illuminati to make an appearance because that's a oh i know you know that's a society uh, attributed to all kinds of stuff but freemasons have been attributed with crazy stuff throughout oh, yeah. the years i mean if people don't understand something they're just like yep freemasons
1: You want want to hear a fun fact? I do want to hear a fun fact. My great uncle is a Freemason. Really? He won't tell you anything that will... He's dead. Oh. I went to his funeral. I didn't didn't know he was until I went to his funeral. I don't like it because they don't let ladies in. Well, of course not. Um, But I went to his funeral and it... I kind of felt like I was at a pagan funeral.
0: There are lots of... It was way
1: cool. Yeah. The whole time I'm sitting there going... Wow, because they did the regular. Of course, we had the 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 ceremony at the church and everything, and the closing of the casket, and we you know followed the little the, the thing to the church or to the graveyard and whatever. And they put him down in the ground, and then they once the priest was done, the Freemasons came up. I was mm. trying to figure out why these guys were standing around in aprons, but I didn't. They know do. What, they have. Aprons. I didn't know what was going yeah. on, and then they did their little bit, and they put one of one of those aprons in with his his casket and everything and it was really uh, this was like this is cool I've never seen this before (laughs) you're
0: like there's symbology
1: so I don't know anything but
0: I just know I witnessed it it's it's kind of like uh this easy device for writers to use to be like yep Freemasons
1: um James Fran Fran I was right go my brain that is who he is he has been he was in True Detective oh he's in season 2 True Detective yeah everybody's in um, season two to detective based on the previews he was in grim for a while he's been in all kinds of stuff the cape he was in tron legacy okay uh, he mm-hmm. was in a episode of leverage <laughs> um he was in true blood he, like, he was in all kinds of stuff he was in an episode of everything he's, CSI. He, like one episode here yeah, one episode yeah he's one of those
0: guys when i see him i'm like oh guy He
1: was in the Tudors for like twenty four episodes. So okay. there's there's there his go. there's
0: his big one. So um so Ichabod tells this guy a story of you know, apprehending a freed slave when he was still with the British and this this uh man, Arthur Bernard
1: um, Who is nobody.
0: Right. By oh, the way, he's not anybody yeah, he's nobody. they made him up. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I don't know how common freed slaves were that were as affluent as this guy appeared to in be based on his house. house? Yeah.
1: Wearing a wig? Yeah. I was, yeah, I was like, whoa.
0: I was like, I, I, I hope that happened, but
1: I, I don't know how rare that was. Oh, uh, yeah, that made no sense. Yeah.
0: Well, but the British think that he's a traitor and they bring Ichabod in and he is charged with getting this guy's confession back in the day. So he was a, he was a lieutenant. He was a lieutenant.
1: He was a lieutenant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
0: um, and Katrina is there as this nurse, and she said she's a Quaker. It's the
1: first time they meet. Yeah, yeah. It's the very first not, time the
0: two of them meet, and, she, and it was not pleasant. No, she does not like him. She
1: does claim to be a Quaker, and I'm like,
0: what? 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 Okay. Yeah. So I, I that seemed like it was important. So because she said it very prominently, um, and she wants to treat Arthur arthur's wounds and he's got like
1: what a cut across his cheek
0: yeah but you know she's katrina yeah and she like sees ichabod's inner conscience so i mean i can kind of uh, kind of go along with this because i think it's her perceptiveness about things that aren't like as tangible as Ichabod's perceptiveness like what he just did with, with the Mason guy where he's like I can tell by your ring I can right. tell by, like she can she's more perceptive about other things but it came off as like ham-fisted a little bit well she seemed very aggressive
1: towards him yeah but they are kind of on the opposite side of the war right this minute so yeah. well she seemed to be being a Quaker she seemed to be on neutral. the side yeah very neutral very yeah just wanted to take care of things yeah so um so we
0: go back to uh jenny and abby and they are doing some research
1: and um research kinda, montage yeah and
0: kind of like what you said the re- the sin eater has the power to remove your sins
1: the it, death row inmates. yeah it yeah. rids
0: people of evil um and jenny has been looking for this guy for a while uh, or a guy like him yeah, yeah maybe. and um somebody that she thinks is one
1: person right uh but the trail has gone cold yes um, if we can jump back to the Arno, uh, Arthur Bernard scene, yeah, uh, the Colonel who charges him, yeah, Colonel asshole, Colonel Tarleton, uh huh, is played by Craig Parker. Who that? Do you know who Craig Parker is? I do not know who that is. Haldar from Lord really? of the Rings. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You're still that an is in this. He is. He's a yeah. great asshole. He he is re- a good he's a asshole. very good asshole. But I knew I knew his face. Oh, okay. when I saw him, so I had to go look him up, and he's Haldar. Okay. Um, from the Two Towers, Lord of the Rings Two Towers, and in Return of the King, he voiced Gothmog, Gothmog, Goth I think it's spelled M A G, and also Orc Lieutenant Number One, in case right you were on. concerned. Right on. Um, well, uh, Peter Jackson was—he constantly reused people for voices. Oh and yeah, and he, he was constantly like, recycling. Yeah.
0: Well, when you've got a bunch of people like on the side of a damn mountain, you're like, hey, you're gonna play this one. Hey, you're too. here. Come here. Yeah. <sharp> Come here, Elf. You're so, an orc now.
1: But yeah, I just needed to point out that that's who he was. Because I was like, I know you! Oh, that's awesome. And that's cool. I but like yeah, seeing people and other stuff. So we get a, a sisterly research montage. We do. Uh, death Row.
0: And uh, then we go back to um, Ichabod and uh, his flashback. Nope. And yep. this Arthur guy will not give up the name. Nope. But he warns Ichabod and he says that there are demons all around.
1: This is the, uh, Ichabod's first... Um, I don't want to say, not confrontation, first time he's hearing about them. Yeah, his first introduction to... Mm -hmm. um, And
0: he is, uh, Iqbal is then moved to guard uh, this execution that somebody's being executed for treason. Mm -hmm. And he sees Katrina again, um, and he notices that this is not a good approach to keeping the people uh, under, under the... Uh, you know the British's thumb,
1: right? Under the the tyranny. Yeah, there's a word for you, tyranny. tyranny. Ooh. Ooh, that was good. Ah, thank you. And uh, he gets the this, doubt.
0: Yeah, and he gets this weird flash of his commanding officer has this like half crazy evil <whistles> face, and
1: <laughs> lovely which, CGI.
0: Woo! Yeah, was, it was great. Was, I mean I probably would have had more pause than that. Yeah. If I if that was me. But, but you know.
1: But this is the moment where we see Ichabod become a witness. Yeah. Because seeing the demon is that's the I think they use of the, use the job that description. As to, yeah, they, to witness to to see. Yeah, so, you can yeah. see stuff. Yeah.
0: So um they go on and Ichabod and Katrina meet in the forest and they're on opposite sides but they're kindred <gasps> oh they flirt and they introduce themselves and uh they they talk about his ability to bear witness
1: with capital w
0: yes and um so we go back
1: to (laughs) sorry i was making a big old w song with my hands yeah
0: capital w witness so we go back to abby and jenny and they are um this is where they talk about the death row thing um they're tracing him back from death row um they talk about Ichabod and
1: um, how special he is.
0: Yeah, and Jenny, I was so happy with Jenny. She she basically calls Katrina out for being unhelpful. She so does. And I was like, "Yeah, Jenny, you're so perceptive." Um And I wonder how much Abby sees of that, but she doesn't say anything because it's Ichabod and it's, yeah. and it's Katrina, and yeah. she knows that that's not a great you no. Know, that wouldn't go over real well. It is his wife. Yeah. What she gonna do? So, but um abby discovers that the sin eater guy is using dead inmates identities
1: none of those names mean anything to any they're just names you did i tried oh you tried yeah i tried just using i tried just using the last name to see if maybe they were some historical nothing they're just people
0: (laughs) just just people sorry just names i loved so um and they also trace him using you know he's using these old uh, this old identity of somebody that's dead and they find out that he's in connecticut
1: Dun, which is dun, dun, terribly dun. convenient. Hartford, Connecticut.
0: Hartford, Connecticut, which I don't, I actually didn't check how far away that is. But I didn't either. I, I assume it's within easy driving distance. We'll find out. <laughs> so they go to visit this guy, Henry Parrish. And um, they are not greeted warmly when they find him. He says he does not do it not anymore. Not necessarily
1: coldly either, just kind of blank. Yeah. He's very blank.
0: And uh, this guy has also been in all kinds of stuff. He was in... It's John Noble. Yeah. He's just... He's John Noble. And he's been in Fringe. And he was also in Lord of the Rings. He was. um, As, you know, the world's shittiest dad. (laughs)
1: Horrible father.
0: Horrible father. So um, he says that he's been overwhelmed by his gift. And um, Abby fills him in on what's going on with Ichabod.
1: Wow. It's actually about an hour and a half. from sleepy hollow new york to hartford connecticut is an hour and a half
0: decently far
1: yeah round trip that's like three hours
0: okay so um we'll have to think about that how it comes into play later um but he does he does tell them that he can use abby's connection with ichabod to find him
1: Yes, but right before she, they get to that part, she's, they're talking about Revelations, mm-hmm. and she quotes, uh, and first came this pale horse, blah, 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 it was death. You know death was not No, the death first. was the last horseman. It was, yes, it was actually conquest, which we now call pestilence, which right. I haven't quite... Uh, Still haven't How quite. that became pop culture, I don't know how conquest became pestilence, but it's pestilence, war, famine, and then death. Oh, okay. Death is the last one, and that just... So <laughs> I mean, not even a little, not even, he's not third. He's not, he's, they're bringing him in first, but he was last. But I guess it plays into the whole whatever. (laughs) Not bitter about that at all. Right, but the, the, but describing the horseman as um, pure sin Mm -hmm. to appeal to his sin eater nature, I guess. I don't know. um, That was just pure genius on her part. Yeah. The way she played that. Yeah, that he's,
0: yeah. yeah. So, you know, they, uh, he sees that Ichabod is underground, and it, he's held in a place marked by a square in the compass, which is, which is the Freemason, you know, yes. uh, symbol, and so, of course, they go to the tunnels, and they go look for Ichabod. Absolutely,
1: because that's what she do. Right on,
0: because Abby's, Abby's gonna find her Ichabod.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we go back to Ichabod, and he continues his story, and, um, he is tasked with, ...taking Arthur out into the forest and killing him. Pretty much. He's he's tasked with this by his creepy, evil... ...semi-demonic... Colonel. Colonel. So, um... Arthur knows that if Ichabod kills him... ...then it opens his heart to sin... ...and Ichabod does fire... ...and you get a little suspenseful moment... (gasps) uh, ...but he spares the guy. Yes. So, Arthur tells Ichabod to go find Katrina... ...and to tell her, quote-unquote, order from chaos...
1: Ardo sh- Ab ko.
0: Yeah, that one.
1: I wasn't about to bust up with Latin. Okay, I had to look it up. Okay. To, okay, it really does mean or it's or, uh, order from chaos, order to chaos. It is Latin. Yeah, you
0: translated three words correctly. you whoo! Right
1: on! Um, but according to my research, this motto was not introduced by the Freemasons until 1802. That's because it was secret. But Ichabod died in 1781. It was secret. That's gonna be my yeah, that's gonna be my just, explanation for lots of this just, stuff. It's because it was secret. Well, you know I, the timeline.
0: Just, you know. Anyway, that's, that's
1: interesting though. But yeah, it really is, and it is connected to the Freemasons. So that's, it's
0: that's something
1: they're starting to get stuff right.
0: Okay, so they're trying. They
1: are. They are.
0: So apparently, this order from chaos is like a code word, and it will it will signal to Katrina what side he's chosen. So much cooler
1: than a handshake. Yeah. Or a knock.
0: Yeah. You like like a like a like a bro kind of handshake, kind of fist well, so bump deal.
1: Throwing so, some signs. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> so, uh, an office, the officer has followed them and he kills Arthur. Was it not the Colonel? Yeah. The, the, it was the Colonel. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and then he goes all demon on Ichabod and such bad makeup. Yeah. I, at that point I'm just like, could you just do the shadowy Moloch thing and just not show it? That'd be great. I know. Right. Cause that does, it makes it creepier. Cause I, th- and that's what I was saying you know, a couple episodes with Moloch, if they did do a solid shot on It would be so bad. It would look cheesy and bad and we'd pick up like, just like this guy? Like this yeah. guy. Yeah. So Absolutely. Um uh, so Ichabod tries to kill him, but some other people in the woods He was getting
1: his ass handed to him. It was a lot.
0: Um uh, but the guy is scared away by apparently humans. I don't
1: understand that they just witnesses as opposed to the witness. Not the witness Not witness. The capital w witness. Not a
0: witness witness but a witness. Yeah. Um, so Ichabod goes to Katrina and he collapses at her hospital.
1: Yeah, their makeshift. Well, it's a it's a you're in the middle yeah. of a war. You're gonna yeah. have a makeshift hospital.
0: And um, he says he's chosen a side, but he wasn't able to save Arthur, and that is his sin.
1: <gasps> okay, but how is it his? I don't, I don't get Man how. Guilt? I guess i'm like but you didn't kill him ichabod how no. is that your sin it's not your sin it's the colonel's sin
0: yeah not yeah i yours. didn't get that either. i don't
1: see how you can he's internalizing guilt i guess yeah, it placed it was in the script yeah but i just i was just okay my notes right here says so by letting this one man die he was destined to be connected to evil yeah i, I, I we're all screwed yeah just say it. that kind of sucks yeah
0: and uh so he finishes stel- telling his story to the, to the Freemasons And uh, his brothers believe him And they offer him trust He's and, and this
1: big formal yeah, They all stand up with their hands clasped in front of them And nod their heads on so I'm like, oh yeah, you're Freemasons, alright Yeah, and so um,
0: they tell him that the book that, that they had about Ichabod Was written by Katrina um, And she hid Ichabod from the Masons back in the day We
1: never see that book again
0: at least, not as of two seasons. We, no. Yeah, that's really shady. Um, but yeah, so they were in league with the Freemasons. Ichabod was an actual Mason, but Katrina had her own agenda in hiding Ichabod's body. Yes,
1: she. she they said that he. Uh, she betrayed them. Yeah, because they knew they would killing
0: cuz yeah cuz they wanted to kill him cuz they were like all right these two are bound so killing one kills the horseman well, of death
1: get, they, so they had perfectly good reason yeah they had a completely um, legit reason totally
0: yeah so um but they do want him to quote unquote end it
1: well they do make a very logical they
0: do i mean it makes they've got a good sense. case it it's makes crappy sense really but good it's, sense. it's crappy
1: ending yeah um yeah
0: so um Abby and Jenny run around the tunnels <laughs> and
1: <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny.
0: <laughs> Jenny finds the smart door, and they run into the brothers. And Abby is brought into Ichabod, and you can tell how desperate she is.
1: Well, that badge, man, she will flash that yeah, badge at anybody. She will, yeah. it,
0: even in the tunnels where it's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, do I have jurisdiction down here with you, creepy brotherhood?" Oh, I know. So, because um, if
1: if the, those two guys in the suits that were guarding the mm-hmm. door were to, you know, take down Abby and Jenny right then and hid their bodies somewhere in the tunnels. No one would ever know.
0: Nope, nope, nobody would. But know. they gave
1: in because Masons are good.
0: Okay, th- and that's what they were showing. Like ultimately, Masons they are were,
1: good people. They
0: had good. They had good intentions.
1: Had yeah, because they could very easily have gone ahead and fought them and won.
0: They could have gone ahead and just
1: killed Ichabod. Yeah, but Screw they didn't. Explaining no. all this to him, just no. kill him. The Masons are, in essence, good people. Which, They're the good guys.
0: Which is interesting because I have seen. Uh, depictions of them where they're not good, where they are this sinister kind of a society. Is that
1: the National Treasure movies or something? No, they were Cage? good. Were they, okay, they were know. good. I only half watched them.
0: Um, Or they've been infiltrated by the Illuminati oh, yeah. or so, something like that. So, Secret um, societies. So he, he is planning
1: on killing himself to stop death. Okay, so they pull out that box mm-hmm. and put it in front of him. hmm And it's just this... We'll get to that part. Yeah. I think I'm getting ahead again. And Abby's like, but wait, there's more. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> there's the Sin Eater thing. And she does not absolutely accept that he has to kill himself. No. Um, and he... I couldn't. He calls her Abby.
1: He does.
0: And I wanted to cry all the tears ever.
1: Yes. I've got right here in all cats, Abby. Yeah. Because he...
0: He calls her Abby, which is a big deal. I think that's the first time this ever happened. When she
1: says... That's the first time you've ever called me Abby.
0: And um, she's really, really upset, and she gives a little speech, and he drinks the... And I put in my notes, poison?
1: I put more Gatorade.
0: (laughs) More (laughs) Gatorade. Remind me
1: never to drink Gatorade again. It's more of the
0: trippy Gatorade uh, stuff from episode three. But it's
1: like this pinkish, reddish... it's, It's not thick thick but it's got some texture to it it's not like a liquid it's yeah. got a little something to I it i bet you money they watered down some pepto-bismol and were like this is cool but yeah <laughs> i'm never drinking Gatorade ever ever again <laughs> bad
0: shit happens and
1: like we knew he was not going to i mean come on he's the star of the show yeah. he's not going he's to not die. die but the scene was still so intense it
0: was and a lot of it was how how upset Abby was about the prospect of it, because he was
1: pretty resigned. He was to this is going to stop the apocalypse. Yes, and the, and the chemistry between these two actors so is good. incredible. Oh, so like this was like I think this is maybe the third or fourth time I watched it, mm-hmm. and that scene still made me want to cry.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a very intense scene, and um basically, all Crane gets for his trouble is to be drugged and groggy so far. Isn't that just usually how it works? Yeah, and then Henry shows up. So I wonder how soon after Abby and Jenny left that Henry leaves. Since it's not a quick drive. It's an hour
1: and a half away.
0: Yeah. So, whatever, logistics. And um, so he says that he can remove the sin and conveniently the poison I know, right? it's too late. So he's it is some, poison. He's a
1: very serious sin-eater. Apparently. Because the ritual that he performs is not yeah the sin-eater ritual because he, he, like does the thing those yes. knives his hand and he the, tastes gets...
0: he tastes his blood and he sees a whole bunch of stuff Ugh. and it's the sin that allows the tie with the horseman sure okay whatevs whatevs and um which is interesting because it's like apparently there's hierarchy of like this is the the sin that can tie them together um because you know we all sin everybody sins you know, yeah, all got shit going on. <laughs> so apparently, this is like the big one.
1: Apparently, I guess Ichabod's led a pretty boring life at that point. Then, yeah,
0: which because, like you said, it's not even
1: really yeah. his fault. But, but theology is so gray, yeah, in any any religion. And it's what was it? Abby said she said earlier about how it was a. Uh, that sin was, uh, was God's law, something of God's law. Mm-hmm. And that's when she was describing like breaking death. breaking
0: covenant of God's law or something. Yeah, something.
1: She just said it some fancy way. Um, it's just theology is it's so gray. It's such a gray zone. What's considered sin? What's, at what point does it become a sin? Yeah. It's just, it's insane.
0: But apparently if you sin, you run the risk of being linked to a horseman of the apocalypse. Yeah, so no, don't sin. Sin so is bad. That's, that, that bad. Either that or just don't. Kill then kill the horseman, who then kills you. I I don't know. That's. I yeah yeah, but um. So he, uh, Ichabod, like summons Arthur and they talk, and it turns out that the sin saved his soul instead of condemning him, which I don't get because don't, then it tied them well it tied them together, and they call it a but sin.
1: Now I can see how the sin, how the sin, how the act saved him because he didn't kill Arthur. Right, Arthur. Right. So that's where the the act saved him. Yeah. But how did it still but from what I gathered from the conversation that it still tied him because of his guilt. That okay. he couldn't save Yeah because he wasn't well letting he didn't it go. kill him. Okay. But he couldn't save him, so that's a personal sin. Man
0: pain is bad, kids. Man pain is bad, yeah. So um he he needs to let the sin go and Arthur promises that Abby and Ichabod can weather the coming storm, and they purge his sin, and it's super gross. Henry eats this bloody bread, and it's this gross black
1: blood that's like his sin. Well, and it's poison. so it's so dark in the scene. Ugh. It's a really really dark scene, and their CGI budget still is pretty crappy. But I wanted to point out that Ichabod calls her Abby. While he's in the trance, like, state, he calls her Abby again. I love it. Just saying.
0: I love it. Although I do love Lieutenant, like, a lot. Yeah, I'm a
1: big fan of the Lieutenant, too. So,
0: um, they have this super gross thing, and this bond is now gone.
1: Okay, but.
0: Between him and the horseman. I want to ask you. Okay.
1: So, if by Henry eating this quote-unquote sin, I know, so gross, uh is he bonded is he the one is he now bonded to the horseman i don't know how that works i don't either
0: because like in your resource research it showed that they took that sin off and they're carrying just sin really, around which i with gotta them. say is really selfless of people i'd be like i don't want your damn dirty sin
1: yeah for half a shilling yeah, i don't know yeah. but if you're dirt poor yeah and you've had nothing to eat for days but this
0: guy this was like his thing
1: Yes, it was. I and got the impression
0: they, that this is an ability. Right, that did too. Mm-hmm. That it was Because otherwise, not a Abby could have rolled up and done it. Well, and he sees whatever.
1: the yeah, and he sees the visions of this is where you can find him. So they're making it come across as an ability, not a profession. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I just oh, it was gross. So gross. Uh, but
0: apparently, the bond between him and the horseman is gone now. I feel him no more. I feel him no more. And Abby comes back in and I'm they hug. Sanctify. There are hugs. There are hugs. And I was very happy with the hugs. And um now we we see that the horseman is up and awake and running around, but they'll be ready for him.
1: But he uses when they hug, he uses one of his, his icky words. Which is Admonition. Uh-huh. Um, because she tells him, you know, Basically next time listen listen stop being a dumbass and he says well i will from now on i will listen to your admonition uh-huh. what the word means is authoritative counsel or war- warning mm-hmm. so it's a good word i just could use that. but see i could use that in a sentence yes unlike the last syllogism. one the syllogism that yeah like, how do you use that That's in every a, day you just you don't just don't but this word we could use so yeah there's a good word for you guys so yet yeah, so then the, the 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 he goes down to the cave the yeah, horseman, he go, sorry he goes back, back
0: he goes back to where uh ichabod was uh rose from when he
1: slept right so it's all and very he, ominous and you and see and, his hands again and richard's and those really hands like are so hands. awesome yeah there's a great hands <laughs> who needs a head he got <laughs> hands um yeah so i i thought this was a
0: good episode and there was there were a lot of good scenes and i just don't know why i can't I feel like I can't fully connect to it and I I really don't know why. <laughs> it really bothers okay. me. It's okay. I know, but it bothers me that I can't put my I'm finger sorry. on it. But I, I thought it was good. Like you said, it moved the story along a lot.
1: Yeah, well we got a lot of we got I don't wanna say a lot. We got some backstory, we got some explanations. Mm-hmm. We got Jenny in, into the mix again. Got Jenny back into the mix. Um we hadn't seen the horseman we When did we last saw, see him? Yeah.
0: Um, no because we didn't have him last episode because that was that was pestilence and then there we saw we didn't see him in lesser kia solomon did we that was all hessian stuff that was
1: all the hessians so yeah it's it's been so it's two been or three episodes since we've yeah. seen him um so yeah <clears throat> all around I, I really did like i don't really have any complaints about this episode yeah other than katrina is still useless Still don't <laughs> which like i her. love
0: that jenny called her out on that 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 made me really happy yeah. I was like see I'm
1: not next crazy. time you need to ask her because her husband's about to die. yeah yeah, that's even Jenny.
0: Well and that she chooses the time she chooses to come to to Abby is like, oh you're driving super convenient time to put you in a dream train. Well
1: in Katrina's defense she doesn't know what a car is. True I guess I don't know but well,
0: but that yeah, kind of goes know. back to how much visibility does she have into the modern world? like is it like tv where she's just watching like i don't understand how that whole thing works is it
1: fuzzy on the edges is it black and white (laughs) is there an
0: aerial that she's got to adjust i know so i I don't
1: know i don't know i just but uh but yeah we we do see uh the introduction of the masons which that's we'll see how that plays out because i mean now they have this other group of allies yeah yeah because they're still there yeah um, and they well, listened. to The guy has a British accent.
0: So, does he live in Sleepy Hollow? Does he fly over purely for this purpose? Like, I'm very confused with how that works. It's
1: al- goes right along with the Hessians' German accents. Oh, okay, they just, gotcha. You know, they're in New York. There's a lot of immigrants. Yeah, it's okay.
0: You know, whatever. You know, whatever.
1: So, yeah. So, what?
0: So, what do you think of Henry and his sin eaterliness?
1: He seemed almost autistic.
0: He seemed very skittish.
1: Very skittish, very overwhelmed, very anxious.
0: Yeah, and so, and I, I wonder... At but what... when he
1: got in Ichabod's face yeah, to bring him back from the brink of death with the poison or whatever, it was kind of, it was jarring. Yeah. It was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I, I just, I don't know how he is playing him um because he does like even his house seemed like cocoony
1: yeah he had that uh uh, uh like the greenhouse, greenhouse thing back there with the buddha looking statues which was And he's back there was a little spray spray in yeah. the plants because apparently that's how you water so plants I, I didn't know i don't know how to take henry he's yeah we'll just have to see how if he if he comes back how his I don't, character plays out super
0: convenient he lives ability. an hour and a half away that's so true. i don't know
1: I just, and oh, uh, maybe it was
0: just the whole gooey blood bread thing that put that me. that was
1: just yeah was i was just like oh
0: what does sin taste like i bet it's gross
1: iron <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know yeah and we
1: saw more of jenny i hope we see more of her i know
0: i, I really like jenny
1: yeah more jenny more more, uh, more just freak. more well this wasn't really a, deem- a deem- demon of the week uh Monster no, of the it, Week episode? It was,
0: it was dealing with Horsey. So we were
1: able to see uh, our characters mm-hmm. develop. There was some serious character development in this episode. There was
0: definitely. And I, and I like that that Abby trusted Jenny. She didn't fight her on her own knowledge. No, and at
1: the same time, Jenny trusted Abby. Yeah.
0: They worked together when they stopped thinking about why they don't like each other.
1: When they yeah, when they let that go and yeah. they had a a mutual purpose. Yeah. They worked together really well.
0: Yeah. So, I, I enjoyed that part, yeah, too. So. So.
1: We'll see what happens next.
0: Yeah. Anything else before we close this down?
1: No, but I just wanted to say that this is where we would have feedback.
0: If we had some. If we had some.
1: So, that's a hint to you guys out there. Send us some feedback.
0: We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. If you've got so. any crazy theories or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. I'm just thinking we'll a, a dreamy kind of guy because we'll talk about that too.
1: Or if there's any historical information that you think is important, if you saw, spotted something that we didn't see, yeah. we want to know about it. Ooh, yeah, all the historical stuff. Yeah, all the right history, on. not stuff. Yeah.
0: Now, what's the address that they can email us at?
1: They can email us at randomtpodcasts with an S at gmail.com or you could find us on Twitter at randomtcasts or. You can get us on Tumblr at Random Tea Podcast. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks a lot.